Hi, Jay. It's Mike Monahan with Cruises, Inc. in Fort Lauderdale. Congratulations on your Wall Street Journal article. I found that you gave a great list of resources, such as blogs, books, and, and podcasts for online marketers, and I just wanted to say thanks. Welcome to the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing podcast, episode number nine, the Wall Street Journal Recommended Reading Edition, featuring comments from Seth Godin, Steve Krug, Steve Rubel, Danny Sullivan, Rohit Bargava, Joseph Jaffe, Sean Collins, Seth Berkowitz, no relation, David Berkowitz, no relation, and Ivan Berkowitz, that's my dad. Welcome to the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing Podcast, featuring the latest strategies and techniques to drive traffic to your website and convert that traffic into sales. Now here's the CEO of 10goldenrules.com, Jay Berkowitz. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time this podcast finds you, thank you so much for downloading episode number nine and giving us a listen. We're thrilled to be picked up in the Wall Street Journal earlier this week, and um, I'm going to talk a little bit about how we got featured as the recommended reading um, selection in the Wall Street Journal. This is episode number nine, and next up is number ten, and of course, for ten golden rules, this is a big deal. And so we're working on a couple of special features for next week. If you're listening to your first 10 Golden Rules podcast, I'm going to do my best to bring you the latest scoop, the latest on what's happening in internet marketing each and every week. We interview leading experts in the space, and we share what we're learning as we test new strategies for our clients and, and test new things for ourselves. We absolutely love you to participate. So if you're familiar with um, uh, new media, you know that new media comes from user-generated content, and that fuels this type of feature and it makes a podcast like this great so please call in give me some of your thoughts your questions your comments tell me about the websites you love tell me about your own website give me a call at 206-888-6606 it's a, a call-in recording line that digitizes your call and allows me to play it like the the, the comment from Mike Monahan that we played off the off the top of the show um, give me a call in we'll digitize it we'll use it on an upcoming episode of the show um, now, if you like what you hear on, on the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing podcast, this show is available free of charge on iTunes. So you can subscribe through the iTunes store, and each week the new show will be added to your iTunes software. And you don't need an, iTunes, uh, an iPod to listen to iTunes. Uh, there's, but there's also a free download of the show available at podcast.10goldenrules.com, or just go to 10goldenrules.com and click on the link that says podcast. Later in the show, I'm going to share a live Q&A session from a speaking engagement I had earlier this week. And um, the fall season is getting absolutely crazy and busy with all kinds of trade shows. And of course, we've got a number of incredible speaking opportunities. And I hope I can meet up with you along the way and you'll be able to participate in one of these live podcasting sessions. So if you're going to be in the Orlando area on Saturday, October 6th, I'm presenting a keynote at the Association for Women in Communications annual conference. That's Orlando, October 6th. On October 16th, I'll be in Birmingham, Alabama for the first time ever, and I'm presenting to the American Marketing Association. So that's a noon event on October 16th in Birmingham. On the weekend of October 26th, 
I'm going to be in Boston at PodCamp Boston, and I'm writing a new presentation called The Ten Golden Rules for Launching and Promoting a New Podcast. So if you're interested in doing something like this, I'm going to share everything I learned along the way, um, everything that the incredible Mitch Joel taught me and shared with me, and I'm going to craft that into a presentation. So if you want to get a quick start on how to get into podcasting, myself and a number of other incredible experts, including Mitch and uh, I'm sure Joe Jaffe and C.C. Chapman are going to be at PodCamp in Boston. And we're really excited about an event we've created with the American Marketing Association. It's going to take place on November 14th, and it's going to be a full-day Internet Marketing Boot Camp. It's going to be created in conjunction with the American Marketing Association. I will present the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing. Our search engine marketing manager will share the latest strategies on how to get your site picked up in the search engines. Margie Schneider, who's our VP of Marketing, will discuss pay-per-click strategies and conversion. And I'll wrap the day up with Web 2.0, the 10 leading trends in Internet marketing, and a live web lab. And in our live web labs, we will actually dissect your website and give you some feedback on what's working, what could be better, how you could take advantage of things like UVPs and, and search engine marketing. So that's going to be a full day. It's going to be a certificate course offered by the American Marketing Association November 14th at the Westin Hotel in Fort Lauderdale. And of course, links to all these events and future events are available on our website at 10goldenrules.com. Now, I've had a bunch of questions this week about how we were so fortunate as to be featured in the Wall Street Journal. So here's how it happened. About 10 days ago, I received an email from Keith Huang at the Wall Street Journal. And Keith uh, writes the recommended reading section that covers new trends. And he asked me to talk about what I'm reading in and about internet marketing and web marketing. So I immediately called Keith. He gave me his phone number on the email. And I mentioned that I wrote a top 10 books of 2006 blog posting on our blog. And I told him I'd jump right on his his request and I'd update my 2006 list to add podcasts and websites. Now here's the best part. I asked Keith where he heard about the 10 golden rules and he said he did a search for internet marketing consultant. We came up on the first page of a search result. Well there's proof positive that search engine optimization works and I was really thrilled about that. I was taught media training years ago and we were always taught to treat media like gods and goddesses. So when the Wall Street Journal called, of course, we, it was right at the top of the list of everything we focused on for several hours in the office. And Margie and Jeff and the team were great, a big help, and we built a list of over 60 references of the top books we were reading, the top websites we go to, the online newsletters that we subscribe to. And the Wall Street Journal did a great job fact-checking the information we gave them. They dotted the I's, crossed the T's. They only selected about four titles for the printed version of the paper and about 30 different um, links and, and connections made the online edition. Keith gave me a heads up about the version for the newspaper. The only thing I asked him to do was mention podcasts. Um, I really thought it is valuable to talk about podcasts, and they did, and they referenced Danny Sullivan and Sean Collins. Now, one of the other approaches we took with this opportunity is to make hay when the sun shines. And I think that's an old farming expression, but the first thing we did you know, we had this incredible bit of publicity for our company. So the first thing I did is I, I let all the other authors know. I emailed them right away to send them the link to the online version of the publication. And I received Steve Krug's note even before I left for the office. And he said, thanks for the very kind words about my book in this morning's journal. 
I think I even went up a bit in my wife's estimation, being mentioned in the WSJ. I appreciate it. Um, Seth Godin sent me an email and said, Thanks, Jay. Congrats to you as well. Joe Jaffe's note said, Your recommendation is always appreciated, with or without the WSJ coverage, Jay. I'm also flattered by the coverage I'm keeping on this list. And what a list it was. More about that in a minute. Danny Sullivan, the great search engine marketer, said, Thanks so much. This is really wonderful, and I really appreciate the mention of both Search Engine Land and the Daily Searchcast. I've gotten a link up from our blog roll on the site, and that was one of the incredible things about doing this, is uh, you know a number of the participants, a number of the books that were covered, also linked back to 10goldenrules.com. Andrew Goodman said, Jay, you're the man. To be associated with those fine names is a great start to my week. Sean Collins said, thanks a lot. Much appreciated. I got your latest podcast queued up as my first listen when I fly out to London tomorrow for Affiliate Summit. Good day, mate. <laughs> and um, Steve Rubell said, Jay, thanks so much for thoughtfully including me. And of course, a bunch of our friends chipped in. Joan Sparks, Andrew Adderley at Bahamas.com, Cheryl Cattell, Rob Hamilton at eDiets, Seth Berkowitz, who's no relation, um, Steve Garber, Richard Parker, David Berkowitz, and Seth Berkowitz, also no relation, um, all chipped in and, and, and sent us some really nice notes of congratulations. And um, my dad was great. You know, he sent uh, a note of, of pride out to a bunch of his friends, and, and I got really nice notes back from my Uncle Sam Linhart, David Dreeman, Bill Hoffman at the University of Minnesota, Yuji Takata all the way in Japan, and Solly Dreeman all the way in Israel. So thank you very much for everyone who took the time to send us a note, and I'm sure um, you know this, this story will, will carry on a little bit in our community. We're, we've got a, a note about the uh, Wall Street Journal with a link in our free e-newsletter going out this week. And I also asked a question on Facebook and LinkedIn. I asked everyone on my list, I said, what are you reading? Um, here's our recommended reading list, and I put a link to the Wall Street Journal. So enough about the promotion of the list, let me talk about the list. And even though I have more than 10 books and podcasts that I'm going to talk about, this is definitely going to be our, our 10 list of the week. So last week we did a poll with two different songs, and the big winner was a song called 10 to 1 from a band called The Wise. And so I'm going to let that play now, and then we'll get into the list of the books that we selected as our recommended reading for the Wall Street Journal. One, two, three, when you look at me, I go, well, because I know you're crazy for me. And four, five, six, I know you get your kicks when I sing for you, baby. Sing it for you. So the most important reading in my world right now is not reading, but it's actually podcasting. I absolutely love podcasts because they allow me to shift my learning. I can time shift when I'm taking in information. And, and, and also entertainment, because frankly, some of the top podcasts I'm going to talk to you about, are, are, for me, charge me up. They're incredibly exciting. I feel like I get to attend the top conferences every week, because every time Mitch Joel or Joe Jaffe talks about where they're traveling in the world and where they're speaking, it's, um, it's the most current and up-to-date information on internet marketing. So let me talk about my list of podcasts that I recommended to the Wall Street Journal. Mitch Joel with his incredible audio community, everybody's always calling in and commenting, is incredibly engaging as he covers the latest new media and connectivity tools in his podcast called The Six Pixels of Separation. And of course, we'll have links to all of these in our, in our blog and in the show notes. 
We love the colorful South African Joe Jaffe. Joe's always entertaining. His podcast is called Across the Sound, and all of these podcasts are also available on iTunes.com. For Immediate Release covers the latest in um, you know, new marketing from a public relations angle, and, and that's two gentlemen by the name of Shell Holtz and Neville Hobson. There's also a bunch of great podcasts on webmasterradio.fm. If you tune in there, they have live shows, and then the shows are also rebroadcast on iTunes. And um, the first podcast we all ever participated in was the first show of Domain Masters. That's Monty Khan's domain show on Webmaster Radio. Search engine marketing expert Danny Sullivan, with a series of co-hosts, does a show called The Daily Searchcast, and he covers all the news from internet marketing and search engine marketing in particular. Our friend Sean Collins and Lisa Piccarelli do a show called That Affiliate Thing. And the new show I've discovered that I'm listening to and, and really enjoying is a show called The Hook. The bright and engaging Katie Kempner speaks with the leading journalists who cover media and marketing. Next up, let me talk about the blogs and websites that made our recommended reading list. You know, I, I really think the blogs are the new e-newsletters. I subscribe to blog feeds. That is, when I see a blog, I, I, say, I click on a button that says I can subscribe to that blog. And what that means is I get the new headlines in my RSS reader. And I've set my reader up as my home page. When I open a browser, when I go on the internet for the first time, I don't see your standard MSN or Yahoo page. I see blogs that I've selected, and I see the top headlines uh, in reverse chronological order. So the newest headline is at the top of the list on my blog roll. So what that's allowing me to do is I don't need to go to my email reader to read the blog, and I don't need to, to read the content. I, I scan the headlines, and I take a look. You know, Who do I want to read today? Seth Godin, Matt Cutts, and I'm able to access blogs as an you know in a, in a newsletter style of format, so let me talk about who I recommended on my reading list to the Wall Street Journal. First up, Seth Godin. Seth is the author of several best-selling marketing books, and he's always on top of trends that really matter, and he's got a real nice style and, and a little bit of an edge to him that is uh, you know always brings a smile to my face. I really love Matt Cutts's blog. Matt is an engineer, and he's kind of like the unofficial search engine conference spokesperson for Google. He, he, he has a personal style to his blog. It's not an official Google blog, um, and, but he's, he's clearly covering all the new innovations happening at Google. And he cuts through a little bit of the crap that's out there in the marketplace when, when people are talking about what Google's doing and not doing. You know, he'll come out and say, hey, you know, we did change our algorithm. Here's how we changed it. Here's what it means. And, and here's how you can change your website in, in order to meet with our new requirements. Um, I, I, I'm going to recommend our own blog, the 10 Golden Rules Internet Marketing Strategy blog. And, you know, why I love to read it is, is not for reading my own posts, obviously. It's to read everyone else on the team. And, and the guys cover an incredible range of stuff, and they come up with new things that I couldn't possibly cover. And so when you get 8 or 10 different people blogging, obviously it brings the latest cutting-edge stuff to the blog. And so our blog is available at 10goldenrulesblog.blogspot.com. Or you can click on 10 Golden Rules, and the blog is, is uh, there's a link right on our site. Uh, a gentleman named Rohit Bhagarva is incredibly intelligent. When I first discovered his blog, I wrote a blog post, and I said, this guy's really, really smart. And Rohit just never ceases to amaze me. He always covers things with a very intellectual style. Very, very smart. And, and almost every time I read his blog, I think, 
Now, how come I didn't think of that? How come I didn't write that? And finally, I'm going to mention Steve Rubel. Steve has a blog called Micro Persuasion, and he always covers the big stories in the internet and PR, and he explains why they matter. He's got a really great way of explaining what's important. Next up, I'm going to take a look at the books on the recommended reading list. So I mentioned Steve Krug a couple times. His book is called Don't Make Me Think. This is absolutely the number one book you have to read if you have anything to do with a website. It's a book about usability, and the name says it all. Don't make me think. That's really, you know, I love that book because when you come to a website, you don't want to have to try and figure out, well, where do I click? What do I do? And Steve explains what people are looking for in websites and how to make the websites usable. There's a brand new edition of the, of the book, and it features three new chapters. Even though the book's a couple years old, it's incredibly relevant. Don't Make Me Think from Steve Krug. Next up was The Long Tail, and it was written by Chris Anderson, the editor-in-chief uh, editor of Wired magazine. And he really created the best catchphrase of, in, of the Internet in the last year. And he created this phrase called The Long Tail. And basically it explains how Amazon and other online re retailers have opened the door to long-tail books, movies, and audio recordings that wouldn't have had a market in the pre-wired world. Um, Don Tapscott is an is a extremely bright marketer, and I've been a following Don for, oh, I'd say eight or nine years since he, he's written three or four books. His new book is called Wikinomics, How Mass Collaboration Changes Everything. And he, he explains all about open architecture and how it's changing business, particularly the Internet. There's a great story of how businesses as diverse as a gold mine opened up their architecture and absolutely flourish. John Battelle wrote a great book called The Search. It talks about how Google and its rivals rewrote the rules of business and transformed our culture. And, and essentially what John does is he explains the history of search marketing. And he explains that there was a whole bunch of search engine sites before Google. And he really defines the key innovation that made Google a late starter the dominant player in the industry. Andrew Goodman breaks down Google and Google AdWords. His book called Winning Results with Google AdWords explains how to succeed in the hyper-competitive world of Google pay-per-click advertising. So what am I reading now? What's at the top of my list? Well, there's a new edition of Search Engine Visibility, and that's a book by Sherry Thurow that was also on my book. And, and I consider this the classic book on natural search engine optimization, the practice of designing a website for the free search engines. Another book I'm absolutely loving, and I'm flipping back between the two of them, is a book by Keith Ferrazzi. His book is called Never Eat Alone. It's an absolute masterpiece on relationship networking. And sometimes I have to put it down because he, Keith gets me fired up and, and I can't get to sleep. And I do most of my reading at night. So, you know, I'll go back to Sherry Thurow's book and, and then get to sleep. I just finished two books, um, and, and those of you listening to the podcast won't be surprised. The first one was by Jason Van Orton, and it's called Promoting Your Podcast. The second book was from the, pod, the Dummies series. It's called Podcasting for Dummies, written by T. Morris and Evo Terra, a really good basics guide to all the things you need to do about getting the podcast written and, and produced. Next up on my list is a book with an incredible amount of buzz. I'm hearing about this one all over the place. It's by Timothy Ferris, and it's called The 4-Hour Workweek. And it's a story of how you can work a lot less 
and make a lot more money and have a lot more satisfying life. And we're putting in a lot of hours at 10 Golden Rules, so I think I'm going to read that one and pass it around. So that's my recommended listening, blogging, and reading list. What are you listening to? Please, please, please share with me. Take a minute now. Call in. Let me know what's on your list. What are you reading? What do you recommend? What are the classics in marketing that I haven't covered? Call right now. 206-888-6606. The system will record your call and I'll share your passions with everybody else who listens to the 10 Golden Rules. Next up is a piece we carried over from Commission Junction University. Last week we, we did a couple interviews from Commission Junction University, including the incredible James Martell, who wrote the Affiliate Marketer's Handbook. And if you aren't familiar with CJ, or Commission Junction, as it's called in the biz, it's one of the main players in affiliate program management, along with LinkShare and Performix and ShareSale. Commission Junction is one of the affiliate programs, basically internet-based partnerships. An affiliate sends traffic to your website. If that visit takes the desired action, or if that consumer who comes to your web website makes a purchase or fills out a lead form, as the advertiser, you pay the affiliate, the person who sent the lead, a percentage of the sale or a finder's fee. Amazon, for example, has over 2 million affiliates who send business to their, to their websites. Now, CJ, Commission Junction, acts as an intermediary. They track the number of desired actions per affiliate, and they pay the affiliates on behalf of you, the advertiser. They make sure the affiliates aren't doing any spam or cheating in any way, and then the advertiser cuts only one check to CJ at the end of the month, and CJ cuts hundreds of checks to each affiliate. So they make it really easy. They basically play the intermediary in this business called affiliate marketing. There's four kinds of affiliates. I basically sum it up this way. Number one, there's search experts, guys who are great at pay-per-click or natural search. Number two, there's people with large email lists. Number three, there's people with a lot of website traffic. They have a website that's already highly trafficked. And number four are the guys running coupon offers. So this was a conference for advertisers, agencies, and affiliates. And they, there was a number of top performers and a panel. And uh, the final event was a mini trade show. And we represented some of the programs that, that we do the affiliate marketing for. Companies like Date.com, one that's really hot right now called Annie's Costumes and Extreme Halloween, and American Diabetes and Freedom Medical. And we announced a new program at the show for a company called Insurance Care Direct. So look for those programs on CJ.com. So to get a flavor for some of the publishers and advertisers, I turned on my microtrack audio at the lunch on day two. The lunch was held outside. It was a lovely California afternoon. So let me roll tape now, and um, I'll share with you some of the information from Commission Junction University. It's a beautiful day. It's uh, sunny, probably about 75 degrees. And we can look out the windows of an open courtyard here and see the ocean in lovely Santa Barbara. And it's day one, or, or day sort of one and a half of Affiliate Summit. And I've got some interesting folks here. We're just at the lunch. And I'm going to let them introduce themselves, and uh, then we'll come back and ask, ask a couple questions. Dirk, uh, why don't you go first? Uh, Dirk Price, e Accountable. I manage, uh, I'm third-party affiliate program manager and blogger, and uh, used to do a lot of marketing through my affiliate blog, 
afgoo.com, A-F-F-G-O-O.com. It's okay to do a plug, yeah, isn't it? There you plug go. Plug away. That's what this plug is. Plug away. Go ahead, Michael. Hi, I'm Michael Fox with uh, eimprovement.com. We run a number of uh, specialty home improvement sites such as efaucets.com and lightingcatalog.com. Hi, Adeline Ashley with Clever Parties. We're a new site launching October 1st. Anything that you want to do with party planning, you can do it here. What's what's the URL? Cleverparties.com. Cleverparties.com. And um, one of the smartest affiliate marketers I know isn't going to say anything for the for the mic, but uh, we love Tom Arnold from CJ. So we're going to skip over Tom. <laughs> Just it's directional, so. Yeah, this is uh, Bill Timischuk with ChopDog.com, a way to get coupons and bargains locally and online. Uh, soon to launch uh, mid-October, and uh, look forward to seeing you there. Thanks. So I, I think the first question I'd like to ask everybody is just, um, you know, maybe a general question about something you've already learned at CJ University or what you're hoping to learn over the next couple days. Pass it back to Dirk. Talk either direction of the mic. Yeah. My main thing I've been learning is people's names and where they're from and what they're interested in doing. My job as a third-party affiliate manager is to recruit and to really meet the super affiliates and make sure they know all the programs I manage and uh, make sure they know that I can do special deals for them. And just, you know, it's uh, putting a face and a name. This is still a marketing business. It's still one-on-one. Uh, to think it's any other way, it maybe it was in the past where the uh, affiliate networks really generated the greatest share of the traffic, but now it's really one-on-one marketing, the old, old-fashioned way. This is Michael Fox at uh, eFaucets.com again. In terms of uh, I think what, what I'm really out here to do is to really understand the, uh, the affiliate marketplace. And uh, obviously to, uh, to get our brand out there uh, with a lot of the super affiliates um, that haven't joined our program to date. Adeline Ashley with Clever Parties. I'm just soaking up all the information I can to learn about this marketplace. What do you hope to learn over the next couple of days? Um, I actually want to learn the dynamics and relationships between the publishers and the advertisers and then how CJ connects with them. You were mentioning that your site's going to have social networking, so people can come on the site and what kind of things can they do? Well, if you become a member, you have access to our tools, our party planning tools, and you can make product recommendations, and then you can post pictures of your parties, post pictures of your ideas for parties, as well as recipes, and it'll allow people to come and see what you're doing and get uh, more traffic. Bill, what, what have you learned so far at CJU, or what are you trying to learn over the next couple of days? Thanks. What I'm trying to learn is uh, some of the tools and tips of the trades on how to best serve up coupons and bargains to uh, our customer base and also to get some new affiliate business. And uh, it, it's awesome. Weather's wonderful. People are great. And it's a fabulous industry and a fabulous day. I have, I have one more question, and I like to ask everyone this. What... Um, tools of the trade or technologies have you uncovered lately what what's hot what what are you spending uh, some of your day on you know are you on linkedin are you on um, facebook have you discovered twitter or, or any any new um, applications you're using to do your job better 
Well, the first thing I'd like to say about Bill is we eliminated him from the guy who drove up with the Aston Martin that had coupons on as his license plate. So we, we're in the process of eliminating that. Uh, I'd, I've uh, recently become a convert to uh, uh, Facebook after a post in a group that I'm in from Sean Collins of Affiliate Summit, who you said he created a group. And it's really been fun. It's really opened up uh, relationships with some people that I was hoping to get relationships with. Um, I like uh, PopShops.com, which is a really good affiliate um, tool that affiliates use to uh, to take the data feeds from uh, my merchants and integrate it into their site. I think it's very cool. Really neat people, great to work with. So those are the main things. I mean, I, I think we can get two technology focus at times and get you know, we really need to keep track of the fact it's a it's a pure marketing play in this business and it's about re- relationships now if only cj would actually open up their interface so we could find out who the affiliates names are and how to contact them but anyway we keep pushing on that every year this is michael fox again in terms of uh i'd say i've been using linkedin for the last six months which i've, I've really seen that grow um Facebook really only in the last month, but uh, I, I definitely see that one growing as well. And Carrie has joined us from uh, Indigo.ca, and um, Carrie's an awesome affiliate marketer. We've known her for a couple of years. Um, Carrie, we're just um, asking people, you know, first tell us about yourself and your site and how they can sign up for your program, and then um, the question we asked was, uh, what are you hoping to learn at CJU? Um, our program's all about uh, books, music, DVDs, and toys, and we actually work in the Canadian market, which is a little bit challenging in this space, but um, the market for affiliate marketing in Canada should be hot in about a year, year and a half, so we're trying to establish great partners now um, and partnerships with, with um, sites so that way we can leverage um, good coverage in about a year, year and a half. Um, from our program, the, the things that I'm, I'm hoping to learn here um, is is more about um, obviously community and community marketing, and um, you know, sort of how you monetize um, community. Um, as far as um, you know, LinkedIn goes and things like that. LinkedIn is a fabulous um, place to meet connections and get introduced to other people, and and really a great networking platform. And there's groups within LinkedIn like SEO. Um, functionality and different things where you can find people to, to help you grow your site and your business. And How about Facebook? Well. I heard that 13% of Toronto is on Facebook. Oh, it's got to be more than that. Everybody I know is on Facebook and, you know, sort of the hookups you can get and the connections from that um, and even just leveraging um, people on your Facebook sort of in a mass email outside of that um, really, really helps. You know, you put an affiliate link into your email for the people um, that you know and say, hey, this is really, really great outside of Facebook, but using Facebook as a platform works really, really, really well. So th- that's an interesting, h- how do you actually turn Facebook and LinkedIn into a business proposition? The way, the way that um, I've done it it's sort of in the, in the past, which is, you know, not very long, but, uh, you know, it is basically just leveraging the, the contacts that you get and the groups that you get and getting their email addresses and then, you know, creating little... Um, snippets of hey check this out have you seen this this is really cool you know sign up for this um, you know which is great for lead gen 
um, and you find different groups. Um, you so know. informational emails absolutely. based out of contacts you Abs- made in the group. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and there's there's all kinds of you know it's just trying to leverage like you get into. Um, insurance group and car enthusiast groups and things like that and you can send them sort of lead gen um, stuff um, through emails once you get their their other email awesome. addresses and things well like thank that. you very much everyone we should probably get back into the, the sessions and uh, it's a breakout this afternoon and then we'll find some more folks to talk to after the uh, afternoon sessions All right, well, a big thank you to Dirk and Carrie and everyone at lunch at CJU. It's a little disconcerting for some folks when you get a a microtrack audio shoved in your face at lunch, but thanks for everyone for playing along. Next up, let's go live from the blog, and each week we we ask the team at 10 Golden Rules to talk about their blog posting and talk about what they're finding out there in Internet marketing. So I'm going to start with Chris. He's the newest member of our team. And he's way more of a techno nerd than I am. So I'm sure he's going to have great stuff over the coming weeks and months. Here's a great first comment on our Live from the Blog section from Chris. Hi, this is Chris. Here are four marketing lessons from one of my favorite sites, Woot.com, W-O-O-T.com. If you like the newest gadgets and gizmos, then you're most likely already a fan of Woot.com. I personally love my technology, and Woot.com fills this love daily. So this brings me to marketing lesson number one from Woot.com. They change their offer daily. Every day at 1 a.m. East, a new product is featured for sale on the site. Now they only sell one item, but it's the cheapest on the web for just 24 hours. And this tactic attracts daily traffic. And number two, they create a community. Products are entered on the website in blog format, so all the users can comment, rant, and rave. On any given day, depending on the product, there will be a hundred to a thousand comments by all types of people, and this information is helpful to anyone looking to buy this product type. This creates a live, up-to-date information database that's interactive and fun. Number three, using effective social web tools. Woot actively uses social tools, one being Twitter.com, which is a microblog site. This keeps users up-to-date and part of the site, even when they're not visiting. And number four, they have great, amazing copy. They amaze me with the copy. It's Any site can post statistics on a printer, but Woot.com makes this information interesting through dynamic and hilarious copy. Trust me, and read a copy of today's Woot.com product, and it will open your eyes. How can you apply these lessons to your website? Turn your existing static websites into a feature-rich, fun, and dynamic web space. It will keep your users entertained and create more fans for your brand. Hi, this is Catherine. One of our fun projects recently has been a video we created for Annie's Costumes. We filmed two very cute five-year-olds in the top ten Halloween costumes for kids, including Spider-Man, Anakin Skywalker, Shrek, Batman, Fairy Witch, Princess Leia, and Power Rangers. We found a catchy song called Halloween is Awesome on the Podsafe Music Network, and the creators of the song, hypernonsense.com agreed to let us use it in exchange for links and a mention on the video. The project is designed to be viral and to get picked up in the search engines. So far we are very happy with the results. A search for top Halloween costumes on Google Video brings up, comes up in the first and fourth position and a search for top 10 Halloween costumes comes up number one. 
There is a link to the video on our blog. If you think it is as cute as we do, please tell f 10 friends. And if they tell fr 10 friends, and they tell 10 friends. This is Jeff. Forbes.com last week released an interview with Schumann Guzman Jader. I apologize for butchering his name. He's the business product manager for trust and safety at Google.com. Schumann discusses click fraud in depth, including discussing how third-party auditors overestimate the amount of click fraud that actually occurs, how it is in Google's best interest to stop click fraud, and then what Google does about click fraud. That last issue is what most people are concerned with. What is Google exactly doing about click fraud? Schumann does not get into specifics, because then obviously more people could then get away with the click fraud. The one top-level statistic they monitored closely is, though, is click-through rate. A dramatic increase in click-through rate is often a clear sign of click fraud, but they also monitor IP addresses and the proportion of visitors from Internet Explorer to Firefox. Schumann says that Google, quote, analyzes hundreds of different factors, the majority of which are secret, end quote. The interview is interesting and is surprisingly pro-Google, not your typical click fraud will ruin CPC advertising forever type article you're used to reading. The bottom line, according to Schumann, is the better ROI that advertisers get, the more they're willing to spend on Google and therefore increase Google's overall profits. Hi, it's Margie. Nine billion served. No, I'm not talking about hamburgers. Amazingly, shockingly, perhaps even incomprehensibly, I'm talking about video downloads. Nine billion is the number of videos viewed online in a single month. According to a recent release by Comscore, nearly 75% of U.S. Internet users watched an average of three hours of online videos during the month of July 2007, with Americans viewing more than nine billion videos total. Nine billion downloads in a single month is a staggering number. The statistics further reveal that nearly three out of four Internet users viewed videos, each with an average duration of 2.7 minutes. The average online video viewer watched more than 68 videos in a month, or just slightly more than two per day. Hi everybody, this is Michael, and I wanted to talk about how Google has started to notify their visitors of potential harmful websites as they search on their site. When users conduct a search and a potentially harmful site appears, a message notifying the visitor that this site may be harmful to your computer will also show. People are still able to click through to the website, however Google wants the user to be aware of potential malicious software that could be installed without the user's knowledge or permission. In the Google Web Search Help Center, you can find more information about these types of sites and how to protect yourself. You can also visit stopbadware.org to learn more. For those who are webmasters and your site has been identified, you need to follow the instructions in the Web Hel Webmaster Help Center. FYI, after you contact Google, it will take f a few hours for them to re-review the site. All right, well, big thank you to the team. As usual, they did a great job covering what's hot in Internet marketing this week. And Halloween is awesome. Uh, we're going to get into that song as the song of the week. And that's the uh, audio track to the video that Catherine talked about on the show. So one more section before we play the song. And this is a live Q&A, a live question and answer session I conducted after a presentation of the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing. The audio is you know, very crisp. It's a little low, so you want to turn the volume up a little bit. I'll play a couple questions. Uh, I think this is interesting. Let's try it out and see what you think. Um, so here's live audio following a 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing presentation. Okay, we're here with the Institute of Management Accountants. I just finished my um, presentation of the 10 Golden Rules, 
and I'm going to test this out, and I'm going to do the Q&A session into the M-Audio microtrack. So um, maybe if you don't mind, just state your name and where you're from and ask your question. Name is Jeff Shane from West Palm Beach, Florida. My question has to do with the A-B testing. How do you structure that on a website, or are you using multiple websites, and how long do you do that? That's a great question. Um, the easiest way to do A-B testing is using Google, uh, because as I mentioned before, Google sends so much traffic to the website. It's got about 60% of all searches are going through Google. And it's very easy to send one Google ad to one page and one Google ad to another page. And then you can evaluate very easily at the end of, say, a week, how many clicks went to each page. And, and Google's going to even it out if you set it to, to re go randomly. And then you're able to determine which one got more leads, you know, more downloads of a white paper or more sign-ups for a free trial. And um, it, it does it very statistically. Um, similarly, at ediets.com, where I used to work, we used to try and get about 1,000 sales, uh, about 500 on either side of a test, that we figured got us to uh, a statistical significant level where we could measure the test. Just uh, your name and your company, and go ahead and plug a website address if you'd like. Greg Paskey with Paskey Consulting. You talked a little bit about the virtual currencies that are out there now. Could you talk a little bit about that and where you might see that headed? Well, there's um, you know three really prominent virtual worlds right now. Second Life, we talked a little bit about, is owned by a company called Linden Labs, and the Linden dollar is becoming a virtual currency, and I think it's trading about 253 Lindens to one U.S. dollar right now. Um, I heard there was a little run on the currency the other day because there was a negative report in uh, one of the major media outlets about uh, Second Life, and um, Second Life is very interesting in that it's one of these worlds where there's a real currency. Now, there's another one that's really fun. It's called Club Penguin. And Club Penguin was recently purchased by Disney for $350 million. And that's a little bit more of a fun currency where you play games and you win um, you know, the, the, the currency and you're able to buy things to decorate your igloo in Club Penguin. <laughs> and obviously, it's, it's a youth-targeted website uh, recently purchased by Disney. Someone else? Go ahead, Mike, and where are you from? And tell us about a little bit about your company. It was quite an interesting story. Mike Carter. I work with Florida Crystals. We're one of the world's country's largest sugar companies. Uh, Adobe did a really brilliant thing in making the PDF software free. They created one great UVP. But has it produced much business for them? That's a great question. And the, the example from the presentation, I showed the... Adobe software free download site where, where you know you go to s websites all around the world and you see a document that says if you want to view this document download the free PDF viewer on Adobe and um, the business model for most of those software downloads is that if you want to have the client side version like if I want to create a PDF I need to buy the software but if I want to view the PDF as a consumer it's free and so a lot of software models work that way so that they create the demand because all the consumers have it and it becomes the industry standard and then the companies have to buy the PDF software to create the PDFs. 
Well, that's interesting. It's it's an interactive session, and I'd I'd like to know what you think. Let let me know with a couple of emails or, or call-ins uh, how you like that session, and we'll do more of that. I think I'll try it again in a couple of weeks when we're in Orlando with the Association of Women in Communications. So the final section is the song of the week. Before I do that, let me just wrap up with uh, a reminder. Please don't forget to call in questions or comments. The phone number is 206-888-6606 or email us to podcast at 10goldenrules.com. That's podcast at the number 10goldenrules.com. And, you know, share with us, what are you reading? What, what do you like about this podcast? What could we do better or differently? What questions or technologies are you using? Share the coolest stuff that you're learning with me and the other listeners of the 10 Golden Rules Internet Marketing Podcast. Our final section, as I said, is the song of the week. And this week I thought I'd roll the song from the Annie's Costumes video that Catherine referred to. It's really catchy. Listen to it a couple times and you won't get it out of your head. But better yet, search Top 10 Halloween Costumes in Google Video and watch the song with the incredibly cute kids in the Top 10 Halloween Costumes. Uh, video that we prepared for annie'scostumes.com and of course um, you know plug for our client annie'scostumes.com they have over 14 websites and all kinds of great costumes and halloween is coming so get your order in fast some of the top costumes are already selling out so it's never too early to order your uh, halloween costumes for yourself and your kids they have some fun stuff and funny stuff and and you know costumes for couples and costumes for families so check it out at annie'scostumes.com so the song for the video, you know, we shot this video, you know, relatively low-tech stuff, and and the song came from the Podcast Music Network, and that's the, the network we use for all the songs on the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing Podcast. It's a great network where um, aspiring artists can get their music out there, and uh, um, myself and the other podcasters play it and promote them. So let me tell you about Hyper Nonsense. They're a podcast internet radio show from the San Luis Obispo, California area. The show's hosted by Sean Owen Jen. It's produced in their dining room recording studio at the front of their small home. And uh, let's get into Halloween is Awesome, and uh, we'll see you next week. It's awesome. I'm gonna get a costume and go out in the street. I'm gonna trick a treat. And then I'm gonna eat candy. I can't wait for Halloween Halloween never comes too soon Ghosts and witches brew Monsters and ghouls too Spiders and goblins Scary better than any other day it's better than arbor day it's better than groundhog day halloween is awesome halloween thank you for listening to the 10 golden rules of internet marketing podcast Please send comments and questions to podcast at 10goldenrules.com. That's podcast at 10goldenrules.com. Or use our call-in line 206-888-6606.
Podcast is produced with Cast Blaster.